Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Word? I am your host, B-Ro, Brandon, whatever you want to call me. Alongside me is my co-host, Zach. How are you doing today, man? Ah, could be better. Um, could be better. I mean, we all could, right? We all could? Yeah, I guess I guess so, but I, um, I, I got something I got to get off my chest. Dude, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Um, John Heyman, MLB Insider, fuck you. <laughs> you are an idiot. I don't know how you have a job. You should be banned off Twitter. You should be banned from the MLB. I hate you. Jeez, oh, bro. We're getting in on this episode. You want to know? You know this... Okay. As I, as I mentioned last time, I'm a, I'm a big Braves fan. So I was, I was watching the Braves game, and right. our ace, Mike Soroka, went down with an injury. And everyone suspected the worst, like, oh, it looked like his Achilles. Uh, da, da, da. So there was a tweet that went out after the game that said he will miss the rest of the season with a torn right Achilles tendon. This dude, John Heyman, quote tweeted it and said, not good. Really, John? <laughs> really? <laughs> I I I stared at that tweet for a good 15 minutes. Uh, it, not, he he also so pitching ninja on Twitter just posts gifs of the nastiest pitches. So this pitcher Dustin May threw a disgusting two seamer that looked like it moved ten feet. It made the batter look stupid. <laughs> John Heyman once again retweeted it and quoted it and said, tough pitch to hit. There. Okay? See, these we are, know. These are, the guys. these are the guys that have a job. You know what I mean? Is he good? <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That's a good way to start the podcast, everybody. I did want to mention to everybody, um, we finally have some some Twitter handles for you guys to hit us up at. Um, of course, mine's still Brandon Row eighty eight. You can hit me up on there uh, with any questions. Uh, we have a podcast Twitter, uh, WTW Podcast underscore. Uh, go ahead and tweet us, tweet at us there. DM us, uh, tag us, whatever you need to do to get our attention. Um, Zach's Twitter handle is Zach WTW. Um, so that's where you guys can hit us up on social media. Uh, we are available now on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else that you can just about find a podcast except for Apple, so fuck Apple. You're not going to fucking get us on your platform. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can find us on Spotify. It's better anyway than Apple. So, facts, facts, facts. Um, so, Zach, I mean, lots been going on. Lots been going on in our world right now. Yes, um, I, that is true. <laughs> I did want to mention, I did want to mention the NBA. Let, let me just, let me just, the NBA is this, this, massive massive sports league that's just growing bigger every day growing in popularity not only in just the united states but everywhere around the world right right and a league that that is associated with the nba the wnba i don't know if you've been keeping up with the beef man but but it seems like it seems like they're they're just a little jealous 
I, I guess I'm not I'm not sure how to put it. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it's always when people think about WNBA, I mean I'm not gonna lie, I don't watch it. And, I, and I'm sh- I watch the NBA, but I don't watch the WNBA. But if they advertise themselves more, maybe I I don't see a lot of advert. I mean, I do, but like they don't. Ad- it's just like come check out this game, right? So right. when NBA, <clears throat> sorry, when NBA players try to advertise for their league, like Luka Doncic, Andre Iguodala, when Andre Iguodala tweeted out at. I believe her name's Ariel Powers, number whatever she is, is nice. And she got mad. Why are you mad? He's complimenting you. Yeah, dude, I, I do I dare say that's just fucking women, man. That's <laughs> and, just fucking like, women. And then when Luka Doncic tweeted out a video about um, rookie of the year, recognized rookie of the year, saying that from the Dallas Wings, um... The Minnesota Lynx tweeted out and said, says a guy who hasn't been to a WNBA game all season but got sent a jersey and recorded a scripted video. Like, what's the point? What's the point of saying that? Dude, just like, even if it is scripted, dude, even even if they they told him to do it, he still did it. You know what I mean? He still showed up. He still felt comfortable enough to have a video posted on social media because truthfully, man, if if I if I was told to wear a jersey of somebody that I didn't care for, I didn't like, I didn't support, then I sure as hell wouldn't, man. Right, and then mean? so they complain that nobody watches them. The NBA tried to help. Like there were so many players wearing the orange WNBA logo hoodies, which were very tough, by the way. Right. Um, the NBA tries to help, um, tweeting out, watching them, supporting them. And then they complain that they're helping. Like I, it's a it's a lose lose. It it really doesn't make sense to me. Like I'll take any kind of marketing I can get. You know what I mean? Right. And exactly. With a player like Luka Doncic, who's you know increased in popularity, he you know relates to the younger core of NBA fans, and if he can say, hey, you know, game recognizes game, you know, and people are seeing that and they're like, oh. Maybe maybe this girl is, is is you know talented. Let me let me try to look her up on YouTube. Let me try to find some highlights, and then they they fall in love with that player, and what is, that just brings traffic into the league, right? And I I just I guess I just don't understand it. Yeah. And you know it, it really wasn't you know the Dallas Wings' fault. It it was a different different org, but still I mean just don't be salty, man. Just accept the compliments. Exactly. That's all we're saying. Just accept the compliments. Be happy about it, man. Right. Um, speaking of some some fucked up shit, dude. What the fuck is going on with the Marlins? What is happening? So apparently, they had a coronavirus outbreak with their team. And, and getting this... fucking COVID makes them fucking World Series front runners. <laughs> apparently. What the fuck is going on? Man? I. I honestly don't even know because apparent, uh, I don't know the truth of this, but it was, it's been told that when they were doing a scrimmage in Atlanta before the season started, some of them went out. And then coronavirus case after coronavirus case kept popping up in the Marlins. I believe there were 19 of them. God. So they were, I believe they were off for a, they were, it was at least a week. 
and they didn't play at all. Their game got postponed, and they started playing again, I believe, two nights ago against the Orioles. And they're now 7-1. and one. I don't get it, man. Their starting pitcher last night has not pitched in double-A, triple-A, or the MLB. He won the game. They're, they have a starting infielder, a 30-year-old rookie. In the past 10 years, he wasn't even playing baseball. He was an Olympic speed skater. What the fuck even is speed skating? I'm pretty sure it's uh, skating with speed. <laughs> but, Skates go burr, man. <laughs> um, it's, it's very... It's crazy. I I don't understand. Which which I mean, you know, props to them, man. If if, if they can keep this this running and they can they can keep kicking ass, like I'm cool with it, man. I always love those kind of stories. It's kind um, of crazy because I'm a Braves fan and they're in the same division, and I've never seen the Marlins ahead of the Braves. It is crazy to me. The Marlins have been the Marlins weren't even supposed to be good this year. No, I mean they weren't supposed to be good for a long time. Right. For a long time, dude. They, I mean, over the past couple of years, that that fan base has dealt with some heartbreak for sure. Um, they got rid so of everybody. Them. It's good to see them, you know, making you know, a comeback. Some love here, yeah. and, and you know they're 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 making the push. So I'm I'm really excited about that, man. I'm I'm. I mean, it's bittersweet for me because. I like watching the underdogs win, but not when they're in the same division as you. But not when they're going to fuck you up. <laughs> right. Your chances to get to the playoffs, you know? Right, right, right. But with six, the when the MLB expanded to 16 teams in a playoff, that, that kind of lessened my worries about the Braves making the playoffs. Because th- right. 16 teams, that's, half, that's over half the league. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Which also makes it kind of scary for when with the trade deadline because – I know the Braves. I don't know about other teams. They've the Braves have lost a lot of starting pitching with their ace going down. Uh, Felix Hernandez opted out of the season, um, just, and then the other the only constant in the rotation has been uh, Max Fried, who's our second starter in the rotation. And with the trade deadline coming up, it's kind of hard when teams like, oh, since 16 teams are making the playoffs, we still have a chance, so we're not going to get rid of our big pieces. Right. Exactly. Exactly, man. No doubt. So, I don't know. Marlins yeah, are crazy. Yeah, It'll be interesting for sure to see how this plays out. Yes, sir. Um, so, dude, uh, away from sports, there was a, there was a, a huge, huge comeback in the realm of streaming. Yes, yes, sir. And I'm pretty damn sure that if you know anything about streaming, you were tuned in. I know. I I mean, I was, and I'm not really even – I don't even watch a lot of this man. He he broke a lot of records yesterday Um, and the day before. He – the man we're talking about is Dr. Disrespect. And personally, my favorite streamer, I've been watching him – um, ever since his comeback to Twitch about two years ago, um, he's just just to watch him watch his character evolve. Um, the Doctor Disrespect character, not so much, you know, Guy Beam, but but watching the Doctor Disrespect character evolve and become what it is today is it's just incredible. 
Um, and for those of you that don't know, if you uh, didn't keep up with Doc before that, um, I was watching a stream of his, and for some reason, his chat recommended that he watches something, some Roblox minigame. And he was watching it, and he was kind of just emotionless. And that's normal. I mean, when he watches something stupid, he's, he's just kind of sitting there in awe. Um, and he had mentioned that everything's going to be okay. And so I was thinking, just as a viewer watching the stream, you know, maybe he's just talking about where games are right now, where video games are. And, and at, the, at the time, there wasn't big games coming out like Hyperscape coming out soon, uh, Rogue Company is in its beta testing. Um, there weren't many games really on the horizon. Uh, really, the only ones that people were streaming is Warzone. You know what I mean? Um, so when he had mentioned, hey, we're going to get through this, I was just thinking, he's just talking about where video games is are right now. Um, and not even an hour later, we all see that Dr. Disrespect was permabanned on Twitch and that's been his platform and we're talking a multi-million dollar deal here to stream he's on one of the biggest streamers in the like on any platform yeah he, he, one of the I mean just a, a gaming icon was permanently banned and there were people tweeting out saying oh we know the reason you know it's 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 a little worrisome but we're not uh, gonna tell you yeah but we're not gonna tell you and this was during the phase of all the content creators getting called out for their actions against not only underage women and underage males, um, just them, you know, asking for certain things from people when it wasn't their place to ask for, you know, certain things. Um, so first thing that crossed my mind is something happened in that sense, which was awful. Um, because if you guys, you know, if you keep up with Dr. Disrespect, you know, that, that not Dr. Disrespect, but Guy Beam is an incredible guy. Uh, you can see the stuff that he does for communities. You can see what he does for, I mean, just video games as a whole and what he's done throughout his career. Um, it's incredible and it's inspiring. And so when you see something like that happen, um, you just feel like let down. And you thought that that was, that was what it was going to be. Um, and then a month and a half later, just a couple days ago, he tweets that he's going to go live on, on his new platform, which is YouTube, uh, very shortly. So we all, we all tune in. It peaked at like 330,000 people watching this stream. And all it was was a gas station. That's all it was. And then every now and then the radio would play and it would be, him shit talking on Valorant, uh, him saying Tim the Tatman needs a step to get up in his dream, <laughs> um, saying that uh, streamer of the year, um, talking about you know people who have been nominated for it, um, and he did that for twenty four hours, just about twenty four hours. Why? And- why? Why do you think he went live so early? Just to. So- Here's here's what I think. I think he went live early because on Twitch, he was a huge streamer. He had a lot of Twitch subs. I'm thinking that he went live early so that people could subscribe to his YouTube so that 
they have the time before his first stream to subscribe. Yeah, that's to, what I was thinking. To become a member of his uh, Champions mm-hmm. Club. So I, I think that's the reason he went live is to kind of gain that following before he starts streaming. Um, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. But, I mean, he was pulling our, he was pulling our strings. Um, and so he finally came back. And the first thing he was saying when he was back is he was holding some sort of capture card in his hand. And he was saying, oh, no, you know, I, I don't know how this is going to go. I, I've never streamed on YouTube before. Um, you know, we're not live right now, right? And he was sure as hell live. He played his intro, his new intro. Um, and he spoke about the Twitch ban, which I thought was interesting because he said that he still has no idea why he was banned on Twitch. How, how does Twitch let one of the biggest streamers in the world, not even just on that platform, in the world just go without any reason. And that's that's what I guess doesn't make sense to me. And and Doc had mentioned in his stream, you know, a lot of people are gonna say, like, oh yeah, that's you just wanna say that because you know you're not gonna give us the answer. But it seemed like genuinely he just did not know why he got banned. Right. Um, so he said he was just gonna let the legals take care of it, and I was just happy to see him back on the sticks, man. Um Did he, he play went- anything last night? He played Warzone. He played a little bit of Warzone. Um, for the first about 30 minutes to, you know, 45 minutes, he reviewed a lot of the games that have been coming out. Uh, he reviewed mm-hmm. Hyperscape. He reviewed uh, the new Halo footage. Um, he reviewed Rogue Company. Um, and then he got back into Warzone. Uh, first game back, he played some buyback solos. Um he died really early off. I think he didn't pull his parachute. A little uh, rusty, a little rusty. And then he got executed right after that. So not the best first game back. But then after that, I think he dropped 12 kills and then got melted by the Bruin. Um, but he's he's never met a Bruin before. So he said it is the most devastating gun in Call of Duty history. And I'm, I can agree with that. Anybody that's played Warzone, you can agree that the Bruin is too fucking good right now. Um, goddamn good. You mentioned new games that you reviewed, and yep. speaking of new games, it looks like there's a new game that has been taking over the world right now, called Fall Guys. Fall Guys, man. Have you I've have stuff? I've seen some stuff. So um, I I have it on my PS4. Yeah. It is the most infuriating thing i've ever done in my life see here's my thing about fall guys zach um i'm an adult okay (laughs) hey man so i'm gonna play games that fit my age group hey man i'm 22 years old and i'm not ashamed to have played fall guys fuck (laughs) you no dude it does look very interesting it looks like uh it looks like one of those games that you know, once you get down towards, you know, the bottom and there's only a couple people left, it looks like in that situation, my heart would be pumping. It's like an, it's like Mario Party. Yeah, kind of like a Mario Party. Um, it does look like an interesting game. Um, if I wasn't so into Rogue Company right now, I bet I would. Try Rogue to Company looks game. very good. I haven't played it yet. I will say, dude, last night, shout out my boys, Matty D and Isaac Tibbs. Uh, we played a little bit last night. Uh, nothing too too crazy, um, but I will say 
the game is a blast. If you don't have it yet, I know it's in its beta testing, and the only way to get it right now is to buy it, but it's $15, uh, 10 gigabytes, dude. It's going to download really quick. It's cheap. Uh, I would get the game, guys. It's a it's a freaking blast. Um, it's a good change-up. They got two different modes. They got like a search-and-destroy kind of mode, and then if anybody here has played Black Ops 4, they got another mode that's kind of like control. Um so a really fun game. It's kind of like the console version of Valorant. And I was really excited to play a game like Valorant, but I couldn't. So um, pretty excited to see a game like this come out. Um, speaking of streaming, I have been streaming a lot of my Twitch channel recently. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Zilch Trousers. Go check it out. For sure. Um, Shameless plug. It's, it's, a, it's a blast over there. You know, he doesn't have his face cam set up, but... Um, we just hopefully chill, play some 2K, play some COD. Hopefully hopefully he gets that pretty soon. Yeah, um, so, Zach, we, have, we had something that we mentioned last episode um, about a series we wanted to run. Right. Right? Reality um, Recap. Our good old Reality Recap. And we are excited that we're going to bring the first portion of Reality Recap to this episode. Um so the, I mean, the show we're going to be going over, guys, one of our favorites, we're going to be going over Big Brother. Yes. So, Zach, why don't you, uh, for all the people that don't know what Big Brother is, why don't you give them the rundown of it? Okay. So, Big, Bro- I'm going to read the Wikipedia page. Yep. Big Brother is a game show in which a group of contestants referred to as house guests live in a custom-built house, which is actually a set on CBS in Los Angeles. And they're constantly under video surveillance. While in the house, the contestants are completely isolated from the outside world, meaning no phone, television, internet, magazines, newspapers, or contact with those not in the house. This rule could be broken, however, in the event of a medical injury, a family emergency, or death. The format of the series is mainly seen as a social experiment and requires house guests to interact with others who may have differing ideals, beliefs, and prejudices. While a, competi- while a competition, the series allows viewers to witness the relationships formed in the house and the behavior of the house guests. Though locked in the house, the house guests are free to quit the game, though they will not be allowed entry back in the house. Should a house guest break the rules of the game, they could be expelled from the house and unable to return. The contestants compete for a grand prize of $500,000. This is that dude. This is... It's like, I never got involved in Survivor. I think it's just they all look musty. Right, Survivor, dude. <laughs> I'm so a big I'm, fan of Big I'm, Brother. I'm, I'm a huge I like the, fan of Big Brother. Man. I like, the, I like the the idea behind it. It's, I'm, I'm so ready, man. I'm, I'm so ready. Let's, let's. Uh, Should we discuss the types of competitions there are in the game, like the? Yeah, dude. Let's let's do that. Let's do that. So every Sunday, um, there is a competition that is the head of household competition and what the head of household competition is is if you win the comp and you are awarded head of household you are you one gain a meeting for the week so you will not be sent home uh two you get to put two people on the block uh which puts them at risk of going home um so you can get rid of some some big names but there's a twist throughout the week um, of a competition, and Zach, if you want to take over, what competition that is? So there is a competition called the Power of Veto, which 
allows two the two people on the block, the head of household, and I believe two other just random players to compete to win it. And if you're on the block and you win the power of veto, you can either take yourself or the other person off the block. If you are the head of household, you can take either of them off the block. And if you are a random person that wins a power veto, you can take either one of them off the block. So basically it's just a, your nomination is null and void. You get taken off if they decide to take you off and the head of household has to put someone else up. Or if you win it and you choose not to use it, that is, that is an option too. Yes. Yeah. Let's say you're, you're the head of household. You win the veto. um, And you want to keep the two people on the block that are still, that are there right now. You can, opt to not use it and come come Thursday they will be forced to um, be up for the voting to see who goes home um, so the vetoes are, are very interesting um, and can change the course of the game because if you're if you're just headhunting someone you want to get someone out and they win the veto or a, an ally of theirs wins the veto and they pull them off the block I mean they could be coming for your head so it's it's a very interesting interesting setup they have going on with the vetoes and i i do enjoy the show um so what zach and i have planned guys for our reality recap is we're going to do something uh about the big brother draft and before we do the draft which we are going to do on the episode today um zach why don't you go over the point system that we have in place um so at the end of the show the winner of the points will get bragging rights and we'll think um, of something We'll, think we'll figure something. something out. We'll figure something out. So, okay. And of course, if you guys want to play at home, follow by the rules um, and hit us up on Twitter and let us know um, how you're doing. So, Zach, go ahead and go ahead and take it away. Okay. So, important. Most importantly, head of household. That's probably the most important thing you can win the game. So, if you if the person that you draft wins that, you gain ten points. If a person you draft wins the veto, you get five points. But Brandon and I are a big fan of the clutch factor. So if you are on the block and win the veto, you get eight points rather than five. So, and so the next is throughout the season, sometimes they may have fan voting to allow one of the house guests to win something like immunity or just money. Or even something as yeah, as simple as money. Like if, if there's a fan vote, and, you know, let's say it's for, hey, even if you don't win, you leave here with five grand. Right. Something like that. So, and, Or it could just be any perk. That's yeah. going to be three points because it's not really in the person's control. Yep. Um, kind of, um, here's a, if you're on the block and then the next week you win HOH, you get an additional five points to the 10 points you get if you just win HOH. So, for example, say I'm on the block, Brandon's HOH, I survive, and then the next HOH I win, I would get 15 points rather than 10. Right. And then any random competition is three points. So throughout the season, there's usually big twists that we can't really expect. So any random competition win, depending on like Brandon and I will discuss if it's like a really big competition. If it's worthy of three points or worth more. And then 
I don't know if we should do this one, but like I know at the end they vote for America's favorite uh, player. Yeah, we could, absolutely. We could, we could do absolutely. five points for that. I say we do it as as ten, dude. It's America's favorite. Right, and then if you draft America's favorite, man. I think that's that's huge. And then, how many points do you think we should if we have the winner? Oh, the winner's got to be twenty. I think twenty points for the winner. And then maybe second place is ten. Yeah, that works. And then third place is five. That works for me. Okay. All and right. That's the point. So Zach, let's do let's do this rock paper scissors and see who gets first pick here. Okay. Um, and we'll okay. we'll alternate throughout. Um, so there's 16 guests. Okay. Um, so we'll each end with eight. So let's. Uh, and we're not starting the points thing. until after this. We'll start counting points with the first veto competition. Yep. So, Zach, are you ready to get into this, man? I'm ready. We'll do rock, paper, scissors. I can't see right, you, dude. but I trust you. I trust you as well. I've only we're met you in person once, but whatever. We're going to say it on shoot. Okay. 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 Ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. Scissors. Shoot, paper. Let's go. All right. So, dude, you got, you got it. So, let's see here. Who are you picking first? Um... I think I'm taking your first pick. I'm going to take Cody. You're going to take Cody. He was Cody's the, off the board. runner up in. Let me check really quick. In season 16, he was the runner up in his season. This is an all All Star cast, so all these people have been on the show before. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Cody's my first pick. I got. I got a big name here, dude, and I think it's going to work out for me. I'm going to take Ian. Oh. Take Ian's previous winner. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Um, My next pick, I think, is going to be Tyler. You're going to take Tyler? He's another runner-up. I'm not really Tyler. a big fan of choosing the previous winners. I, I feel like they're going to be targeted first. No, absolutely. They could be. They could be for okay, so sure. I have Cody and Tyler. I'm going to take Memphis Garrett, a runner-up behind the best, and I and I will stand by this, the best Big Brother player in history. Dan, he Dan the man, Dan the fucking man, dude. He's the runner-up. I'm cool with him losing to Dan. I think he's going to bring a lot to this season. Okay. My so next with Memphis and Ian, and you got Cody and Tyler right now. And then my next pick is going to be Nicole Anthony. Damn, dude. Okay. I believe she got third place last season. So you're gonna go for Nicole? Um. Yeah, I think she she the way she her demeanor just seems like she's like a quiet person. She's not gonna get in too much trouble. I think that's right. gonna be good in her. In her, that's gonna go in her favor. So. You can grab Nicole. Nicole's my that. Nicole Anthony's my pick because there are two Nicoles. You're gonna go with Nicole Anthony. Yes. I'm gonna get the other Nicole, man. I'm okay. Go with Nicole Franzel. I believe she's a f- previous winner. She is. She's the only one to beat a male oh. in the final. Interesting. So I got Ian, Memphis, Nicole. You got Cody, Tyler, and the other Nicole. Okay. My next pick is going to be. I'm going to take David. Give me David. You're going to go with David? Um, he was also on last season. I believe he got 
kicked out of the house twice without one single vote against him. That's crazy, man. So That's I just unreal. He got, I believe, if I remember correctly, he got kicked out the first night because he got last in a competition. He came back into the house about, I think it was like three or four weeks later. But he technically wasn't in the game, but he was living in the house trying to get everyone socially, trying to gain his popularity around the house. Because the next four people to get evicted, they would all compete, but they would stay in the house. The people evicted would stay in the house, but they weren't technically in the game and they would compete. And he lost in that competition. So he was evicted twice without a single vote against him. So I think, I think he'll be good this season. Like that'll be in the back of his mind the whole time. So you're going with David? Going with David. All right, bro. I'm going to take Enzo. I'm going to take Enzo. That's a good, that's I think that's a good pick. Solid pick, man. He's he's got the work. He's he's good at forming alliances. He formed probably, you know, one of the best alliances in in Big Brother history. So so I'm gonna go with Enzo. I, th- I think he's gonna be a good pick for for the season. Get those alliances rolling. Okay. Um, my next pick. He he's this is his third time on Big Brother. Um, he's never made it past the jury phase. But I'm gonna go with Kaser. You're gonna go with Kaser. Going with Kaser. Really? I'm going with Kaser. I think he's he's gonna be sneaky. All right, dude. So you have let's let's make a recap here before I make my next pick. So you've got Tyler Crispin. Yep. You've got Nicole Anthony. Yep. You've got Kaser Rita. Yep. And you have David Alexander and, and Cody. Yes, Cody. Yes. All right. I'm going to go. Hmm. Who do I roll with here, man? This is big. We're on the clock. This is going to be big. Big picks here. Big freaking picks. Um. No, geez, dude. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Christmas Abbott. I'm gonna take. That Christmas. was gonna be my next pick. I'm gonna take Christmas. Fuck. She's a beast in physical competitions, dude. Um, I'm, I'm gonna take her. Fun fact: I believe in her season, she broke her foot two weeks in, and yep. and decided to stay in the game, and ended up getting third place. She's a beast, man. She's a beast. Um, no, I'm so gonna, we got four picks left, dude. Um, I'm gonna go with. Give me, give me Janelle. You going with Janelle? This is her fourth time on Big Brother. I th- she has she won? I don't think she's won. So I, I think fourth time may be a charm. <laughs> All right, so you're going with Janelle. Yep. Make it happen. Um, so we've got who? Keisha, Devon, Danny, and Bailey left. Um, it looks that way. And Kevin. And Kevin. Hmm, dude, this is interesting. This is really interesting, dude. I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Keisha, man. I'm going to take Keisha. Okay. That was going to be my pick. 
<laughs> Take him so out. We've, we've got Kevin. We've got Bailey, and we've got Devon. Um, I think I'm gonna take Kevin. You're gonna go with Kevin. Okay, that. my. Do you want to leave the last pick as as a as no pick, so we keep the points even? Sure. Okay, let's do it. All right, I'm gonna grab Bailey. Okay. All right, so let's go with a recap here. So, Devon. Actually, we might as well just take the last two. There's two. Yeah. Because there's 16 people. Who do we have left? Uh, Devon and Danny. Devon and Danny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and pick. Um. Oh God. I think I'm gonna take Danny. Gonna go Danny. Okay. I got. Let's do it, dude. Let's let's friggin' do it. So Devon, I got Danny and you got Devon. Okay. All right. So my squad is made up of Memphis, Ian. Yep. What do we got? Devon. Yep. We've got Bailey. We've got Christmas. We've got Enzo. And we've got Nicole. And then I have Cody, Tyler, Nicole, A, David, Kaser, Janelle, Kevin, and Danny. Dude. It's going to be fun. Let's do this, man. I'm ready. Best of luck, brother. You better be ready to get your ass kicked, man. Oh, uh, never mind then. Fuck you. (laughs) Yo, guys. So that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Of course, if you guys enjoyed let us know on Twitter, man. Let us know how you feel about it. We're ready to get this going. I hope you guys enjoyed the draft. Uh, that was something that, that we're really excited for. We're, we're ready to get this thing going. Um, of course, you guys can listen to us on anywhere except for Apple Podcasts, which fuck Apple Podcasts, dude. Um, and I'm a Spotify guy anyway. The next one, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Spotify guy anyway. Um, so, Zach, you got anything else you want to say? To these uh, fuck John Heyman. Fuck John Heyman, dude. Of course, guys, thanks for tuning in to another one. Um, you guys have any suggestions, let us know. And let's get let's get this fucking Big Brother season rolling, dude. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. And, let's go. And next episode, guys, be ready for a conspiracy theory. We're going to be running our first one. We're going to get a good juicy one. It may take up the whole episode. We don't know yet. It's going to be a juicy one. We didn't even know what we were going to talk about until about an hour ago. So Exactly. So, guys, of course, thank you for tuning in. Uh, And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Goodbye, friends.